0: Good morning. It's Friday, December sixteenth, and strap your seatbelt on. I got a lot to get over. I, as Frank Costanza says about um, about uh, Festivus, I got a lot of problems with you people <laughs> um, during the air, airing of grievances for Festivus. But I got a lot of stocks to go over, so today will be kind of more a normal, if you will. Um, back to normal i'm back in new jersey had a good morning sleep um so let's start with spy uh because that's going to be tell us i think i said it yesterday i think you've got more room down i said if we closed below 390 um on spy i thought that you would get uh uh it would be a bad signal that we were going back down to fill those gaps and we closed at 38963 so that tells me that we're probably going to cover this gap and let's zoom in here it's not the gap is at 385 um but you lost your 200 day so when you lose that 200 day most likely these gaps come into play and there's two gaps and it's between 385 and 378 and there's a gap down here and that's between 364 and 361 doesn't 100 percent mean that we're going down there but you can take a look that nine day the 21 day it's well the the the, the price is well below so you've got your bollinger bands here still pretty wide open which indicates that Um, we're probably in a, a a sinking phase where it's got to cinch up a little bit, kind of like it did here. So you're probably going to trade a little bit flat, um, with the size of the move this week, with the size of the move in the futures, I would expect something of a, a little bit of a rally either later today or Monday. Doesn't mean that you buy and hold over the weekend any of your triple-levered ETFs, um, unless you're not So, like a couple of you people have said that you've done. But those triple-levered ETFs, they move really quick. And you've got um, uh, bad news kind of coming out of Europe, kind of coming out of China. Um, the world is heading into a uh, a recession. And, and I, I don't think that there's... Any doubt about it. The, the only question is, will the U.S. be a big recession or will it be a small recession? It's my personal opinion. Um, but uh, we got a lot of stocks to go over, so let me get into it. Um, I'm going to start with Corey. Um, he found four undervalued stocks. Uh, the first one is SIGA, S-I-G-A. And let's go over. And this is, by the way, a week coming. So they've even gotten weaker. Um, since he brought that this one up. Sega Technologies, let me see what they do. I don't even know what they do. Uh, they are biotech. They're making money. So it's making 5.39 uh on the PE. Year to date, they're up 7.55. Um uh, they are 71% below their 52-week high of 28. They're 38%. So they're kind of in the middle, more on the low-end side, and you can see the chart here on FinViz. Uh, as far as the algorithm goes, you'd be out. You would not be in. Um, it is doesn't have confirmation. I would wait for that confirmation, but I tend to agree with you that it's beaten up. I would do a little bit more research than I have. There's no analyst recommendations here, but do a little bit more research into some of these articles as to why it's down, um, what the future of this holds. But the algorithm, it performs, it makes you 57% over 1,000 candles. Uh, Buying and holding only makes you 3%. You have 26 positions. um, You win 50% of the time. And your average win is 11%. I think this is a great, great trade. Uh, Trading stock, I should say. Uh, The next one he wanted me to go over was INMD. In mode, this one ironic ascending triangle. Uh, that's a good sign. I mean, look at how it's it's kind of using that 200 day as its uh, support level at 33. It's trading right now at 36. The algorithm has you in at 37, but it's kind of lost its way with the market. The RSI is at 48. The MACD is not necessarily moving in, but let's look at INMD in mode here. Uh they've got a PE of 17, so it's a little bit expensive, not super expensive. Performance year to date, you're down 48%. So it's with everything else that's kind of expensive. It's just way down. It's 50% off its 52-week high of 73. Chart doesn't look horrible. Looks like it's kind of moved back up um towards where it was in March. Um, but as far as the algorithm goes, uh it makes you 47% versus uh buying and holding makes you 54 percent and it's got 26 positions you win 38 percent of the time your average win is 16 percent, so it's not a bad trading stock i think if we're ranking these so far Sega's our winner um hbd is one that uh he brought up too let me see hbd um is it HB? Yeah, he's got an HBD, but I don't see it. I think that's a cryptocurrency. Um, but uh, the other one, the last one, I'll look up. I'll, I'll ask him what HBD was. Maybe it's HDB. But BTU, uh, Peabody Energy. This is coal. And Tom from uh, Twitter has been begging me to invest in coal. I mean, probably, you know, two, three tweets a day asking me about coal. Um This one's an interesting one because right now it has you out. It just got you out with a 20% gain. The algorithm on this one, and this is kind of crazy, but the algorithm makes you 278%. If you just bought and held 500 trading days ago, which is 1,000 candles, um, you would have made 1,224%. The algorithm gets you in 27 positions, you win 44% of the time, your average win is 28%, your latest win is 20%. It got you in down here around 24, and it got you out around 30. Right now, it looks like the MACD might cross up. Let's take a look at, and, and I told when, when he sent me this one, I said, I know BTU, that's a good one. Uh, this is coal. And if you have any environmental invent, environmentalist in you that is against coal, just stay away. Um, I probably would not be super happy to make money off of this because it means that the world is going down in flames as far as climate change. And it's going to burn, burn, burn. Um, but coal is a reality. Uh, the, re- the reality of, of energy right now is we need more energy than we can actually make. So... Um, the analyst right now, June was the latest analyst upgrade. They, um, Jeffries went from hold to buy, uh, from $25 price target to a $36 price target. You're trading at $29. So if you get to that 36, that's a 20% move. So I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. You are only 12% below. Your fifty-two week high of thirty-three, so you are going to have some have to have some type of catalyst to get it there. Um, February eighth is the earnings, so I don't see a catalyst necessarily moving, but I do see a strong MACD cross up, and I do see some candles that have confirmation. And so you are using this two hundred day. If if it were me trading this one, and I very well may trade this one because I do I, I trust Tom, I trust uh, Corey, I, I think this one's a good one. Um, because I I mean, just look, if you use, if you use your stop losses correctly and you just say, Hey, I'm going to take a 5% loss and, and, and basically stop if it goes down 5%. Um, you don't have the cross up, but you can assume the cross up. I wouldn't buy it on a Friday, maybe wait till Monday. Um, it's two candles, but I like it. Uh, I like that one. So Corey, I, I think out of the. The, the three that I looked up, SICA is not a bad candidate just because it's trading stock. I don't know that necessarily worth an investment. Um, but BTU, I wouldn't mind holding that one. Uh, not long-term, not like forever, but three to six months, if you're down five, six, 7%, I think within three to six months, you make a nice 10, 15% profit on that one. So let me look at, um, to, to Nick from Instagram wants me to look at momo momo hold on one second he wants me to look at momo uh up 36 percent so far but we'll below well below the 2018 highs let me see uh momo let's look at momo and sorry the dogs are going nuts in the background momo is hello group i don't even know this one um wow great chart great chart And I'm glad I held on to this one and didn't look at it um, for you, Nick, uh, because hopefully you've held on to this one (laughs) Uh, because they just had their earnings and you probably have almost doubled your money if you did get into this one. But Momo, December 1st, the algorithm got you in $5.61. Look at that. It's up at $8.36 right now. It's a great move. Let me look at what the hell Momo does hello group i, I want to say what's that um that woman the, the hello her name hello uh it's not making money doesn't have a pe but it's got a lo- low forward pe so um maybe they just announced that they turned profitable year to date they are up five percent they're 13 percent off their 52 week high of nine dollars and 69 cents so it's probably got some, some room to go. Um, there's a Motley Fool article, why it soared, uh, on December 8th. You can read that one, uh, price target for Morgan Stanley on the ninth got upgraded from equal weight to overweight, $5 to $9 price target. The algorithm, it loses you 18% versus buying and holding loses you, uh, 40%. So, um, yeah. 29 positions within a thousand candles uh, you win 30 31% of the time your average win is 11% so I, I don't know that this is necessarily a great investment if you're holding it you've still got confirmation above that nine day so I'd wait until it gets below that nine day and if you have trend spider you can get my algorithm and you can look at the candles where it goes below the nine day um If you don't have my algorithm, just hit me up on Instagram and I'll look at it for you for every day if you want me to. But I would probably stay in this one. The problem you're going to have is it will come back down to this gap. It gapped up from $5.33 to $5.89. I do believe that it will at some point come back to that gap. So taking profits might be a good idea. So... There's that one, um, shout out to Jackie, meet Kevin, let's look at ADP, I think I looked at ADP yesterday on the YouTube Live, but I did not look at it on the um, the podcast because of the technical difficulties, so uh, ADP, it's an automatic, this is basically a payroll, and in fact, last night I helped a friend um, who started with a new company who is doing her 401k, and her 401k is actually with ADP, so... Uh, it's interesting. You've had an absolute crash in this one in the last couple of days. So, um, sorry, door opened up and I'm sure you guys can hear all the creaks and crawls, but can't wait to get back to Atlanta. Let's just say that. Um, it's more fun when I do it there, but, uh, yeah, ADP crashed down to 248. This is probably just because the market is going there. You've probably got it going down to 243. I I think I believe I said it on YouTube Live, but I did not say it on the podcast yesterday. My apologies. But you had the nine-day crossing on the 21-day. It lost some of its gain. If you're in this for long-term, I don't think you have a problem. I think you're just coming back down here to the 200-day at 244. If you were in on the trade, um, 232 was your buy-in when it hit the 200-day. Used it as support. You just got out with an 11% gain. Not too bad. So I like ADP. And if you want to hold that one long term, I don't think it's a problem. They do so much on payroll um, that you're really not going to worry about that. So I think UBS Grunt on Instagram told me not to worry about this one, but I am going to look at it anyway. Um, He says, good morning. If you get a chance, uh, let's look at COR. H R. Let me type this in before I read the rest of the note. And he did his homework on this one, but I think he told me later not to worry about it. Um, I noticed BlackRock increased their position by forty percent. I didn't re- I don't realize it's. V- I do realize it's very expensive on a PE basis, but a lot of growth and stocks don't make money. I think when I looked at their earnings forecast, they were to grow seventy percent. They have a very interesting business. Anyone's man have a safe trip back to Jersey. I had a safe trip back to Jersey. Let's look at this one. C O H R. Let me put it in here. What do they do? They are technology, science, and technology. PE's 88. So it's, yeah. I'd say it's expensive. The monkeys, kind of the average price target is about 45 to 50. It's trading at 34. Um uh, developed manufacturers and markets engineered materials, opto electronics components and devices. It operates two segments, compound semiconductors and photonic solutions. If you want to know what that is, look it up on your own, on your own time. I'm not going to go that far deep. I'm just going to look at the fundamentals. You are 53% off your 52 week high, 18% uh, off your 52 week low. Uh, you are down 50%. Year-to-date, it looks like the earnings per share this year are down 36%. Next year, they're expected to grow 22%. Um, I would take this one as a trade, but the chart looks just too messy. Right now, until it decides um, that it wants to break that 200-day, I wouldn't get into this one. The chart's just too, too messy. It's up, it's down. There's better out, out there. In fact, the BTU is a better play, in my mind. That one's making money. It's above the 200-day. You're going to get a good dividend on that one. I'd say stay away from this one. Um, News out. Let's go into some news. Netflix. Their ad-supported tier is not doing as well as expected. And that's kind of the news that came out. Got you out of this one with a loss. Uh, The algorithm got you in at 303 I say anything below 300, I think you're okay on this one. And the reason I say you're okay on this one is if you go back here. Now the problem we have is that this entire gap is the, the gap is huge, it's enormous, and we're going to shrink that in so we can see it. But it goes up here to 345. And I think at some point you get that 345 with Netflix. If you're waiting for it to get confirmation There is the 200 day at 257. You're trading right now at 290. With us going down today, I wouldn't buy this one today. Um, I would wait for a MACD cross-up. The RSI is down at 40. It will probably happen either later today or Monday that you'll probably get some type of cross-up on this one. The chart is super, super messy. But I think this one, you get in and wait for it to hit that 348. It is super expensive, This is the Mac Daddy of uh, streamers. The PE is 27, but they are expected to grow um, their revenues and they don't have to grow a ton of users. All they have to do is crack down on passwords. This is the easiest stock trade I can tell you. Um, I don't own this one. Full disclosure, my dad owns this one. Um, I've told him to stay in it. I've told him not to get out of it. I I wanted him to get out of it when it was $400 stock. Um, but he didn't. So I told him, even though you're in it for a loss, just stay in it because at some point in time, it's going to come up there. Um, and he doesn't need the money. So he's like, okay, I'll I'll just stay in it. So it's, it's a personal decision, but, um, yeah, he's down. I think it's coming back to there. Uh, it is super expensive and you can see the gap on the daily here. Um, it's huge and we haven't hit it yet. So I I think this one, again, anything under 300, look for the daily, um, confirmation, but I think you can, you can make this one work for you. Uh, one other than one that I do like, it's just still expensive. Uh, Iger came back, this Disney I'm talking about, uh, It's had a couple of buy-ins, nothing for profit. Uh, Over a thousand candles, the algorithm loses you 25% on this, but buying and holding has lost you 48%. So the algorithm outperforms, but it still loses your money. So you have to be careful about where you get in. I think anything under 90 on this one, I think you're good. The problem is that they have this Fox deal that they can't necessarily get out of it's still expensive. The P.E. is 51. Yeah, the P.E. is 51 for a Disney. Um, they are going to launch their ad-supported tier on Disney+. Plus. <clears throat> I would expect that to be a fairly good uh, uh, launch because, again, Disney, there's going to be advertisers that will want to step in on that one, probably even more than um, uh, than Netflix. So I, I, I continue to say, I think anything under 90 on this one, I think if you're looking for a long-term buy, I think you're good. They'll grow into those earnings. Make no mistake about it. Um, they will. They will launch some type of gambling uh, with ESPN. They will launch some type of uh, park initiative uh, where they just charge people more money. <laughs> um, they've got levers to pull, and Iger's a good leader who will probably pull those levers. Um, the old guy, I forget what his name was. He wasn't great. I mean, he was okay, but, um, a couple of days ago I did mention to you guys, uh, and I posted it on the, the Twitter, uh, and I sound like such an old guy. I posted it on Twitter. I wanted to say I posted it on the socials, but DRN, which is triple levered, uh, ETF on, um, uh, the real estate market. We had a buy in here at $11.61. It's lost its way a little bit. It's down to $10.97. Here's what you have to know about the real estate market with the most recent drop in um, interest rates. Uh, and when I say interest rates, it's mortgage rates in particular. They went from like six or 7% down to 5% over a weekend. Um, yeah. The real estate, the the home builders were saying, hey, we just had an influx of orders. We've got a ton of houses that we're we're probably selling. And I think it was Dr. Horton or some one of the home builders that said that Um, over a weekend they saw a big influx. So D.R.N. might be the play. You're still in this play. Um, Hopefully you maybe got out of this one with maybe a 10% gain, uh, maybe a 5% gain. But I do like this one to get back up to this 200 day at 1263 at some point in time. Um, it's just got that kind of trend line there. Uh, the danger that you have to have to realize is there's a gap down here between 967 and 1007. So play your your stop losses pretty tight on this one, um, because again, I, I think with interest rates kind of going down with uh, housing have to be you know uh, sold um I, I think you'll see this one move up but drv let's look at drv the inverse of this one uh which has moved yeah you just got a cross up on drv so again weigh your options if you've got trendspider you can do a significant amount more in analysis than me uh on that one unh was one of the big losers yesterday united health and you know with uh Healthcare, we want to keep an eye on UNH. It is super expensive. Let me see what the, uh, the yeah, that PE is 25. Um, year to date, you're up 5%. You've got a 1.25% dividend. You are knocking up against 52-week highs. You are only 5% above the 52-week high of 558. Um, and when we look at it, you're at 528. It's kind of lost its way a little bit too. Um, it's using that 200 day as a support level, but with yesterday's candles, it both broke through that. So you're in a little bit of a danger zone here. Um, it, the algorithm has you out. So I'm not suggesting you get in, but since this is in one of the, it's a core holding. So if you have Trendspider, you've got my, uh, daily stock pick core holding list. Uh, if not, I can send it to you. Um, but that core holding list is uh UNH is in it. And so I think for a long term, you wait for an entry point. And I think that entry point, I think we're going to get closer to 500. If we continue down, I think you're going to see it down here around 515 or so. The last trigger that we got was a buy at 529. I would have told you to sell at this 550 point right at this ascending triangle point uh, because we just lost it. And you could see that we were losing it. Now, the good news is the Bollinger Bands are syncing up. Indicates a move. The RSI is down at 41. The MACD is moving down. We probably have more, more to go down. Uh, but I like that one, and I brought it up. Roblox, uh, since I thought it was going to 40, um, they, had a, they released in November. They had a weaker-than-expected user um, number. So they uh, it went the wrong way. I hope you got out of this one. Um this is part of dealing with some of these stocks is you just don't know when when stuff's going to come out. I think they'll have some gift cards again, I think they'll have gift cards. But December 15th at 35 the RSI, uh the MACD's crossing down, it got you out of this trade. And I can't really read what the loss is, but it's a significant loss. You're trading at 27. I do think at some point you get back to this 200 day at 40 on this one. I think it's just, it, it is super expensive. It, this is a company that's not making money. The metaverse takes a lot of capital dollars to actually uh, implement. Year to date, you're down 72%. They're expecting their uh, earnings per share next year to reduce by 11%. So um, the book value on this one, just so you know, is 71 cents. So, uh Yeah. So Roblox, uh, my apologies for leaving you in there, but I do think that this one is probably a buy on the next upswing. Um, and you've just got to take your profits when you can. This is the kind of market that, that you're in. If you want to make money, you've got to take your pro- you've got to identify it. it. Roblox, it could be a long-term play. You could be in this one long term. My suggestion, take the profits while you can. I think, you know, we're, we're in that kind of market. I think that the core tech that, that you're looking at, if you're looking at United healthcare, if you're looking at Simon property group, if you're looking at, uh, Qualcomm, if you're looking at, uh, some of the chips, if you're looking at Apple, if you're looking at Google in, in my mind, I think, um, you, you do those long term. I don't care what the chart says. Um the best time to buy stocks is today because tomorrow, you know, tomorrow meaning 5, 10 years from now, they should be up. Um the, the 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 one caveat I will say is the Nifty 50 of the 70s. Everybody thought the Nifty 50 and Google that. Um there's no official list, but the Nifty 50 of the 70s, they all thought these companies were going to be around forever. IBM, Kodak, um GE, and you just didn't do well in those. But that goes back to the the investing philosophy that I say. Buy the stocks that you use. Uh, I've got an iPad. I've got my AirPods. I've got my iPhone. I've got my new MacBook Pro. Um, I've got my Apple Watch. I'm invested in the ecosystem. So I'm there. And yeah, Costco. We're, I'm going to look at Costco too. James, I've got that one down. Um, one thing, I was wrong about Boyle yesterday. And for this one, I am going back over to OBS because I want to go to Active Trader Pro. I want to show you Boyle. Uh I was looking at Spy. But here's Boyle. And the trade yesterday was when it lost its support. It had support at the beginning of the day. <clears throat> so if you bought it at the beginning of the day and then you sold it at the, the right there. Um, Because it lost its support. You may have made some money. You may have lost some money. Um, It probably was a little bit of a loss. But then when you start to gain support right here again, you should have bought. And see, boom, it goes up. And let's just shrink this down. We'll go two day. Um, See? Uh, Let me bring this down a little bit. Oh, Uh, Oh, and this is where I'm supposed to. Um, there we go. There it is. So see where this it's, it's over the nine day and then you lost support. But if you got out up here, you had a great run because once it gained support, it was at $36 and you got 10% up there at $39. And so if you're listening on the podcast, it is at minute 40 that this is. And and I know uh, also if you look on your phone, if you look, there's a transcript that comes out of these lives. So look up Boyle, and you'll be able to get, uh, just on the transcript. But essentially this is great. And, and, and again, you lost it all today. And so you're back down to 33 K O L D is your play, but I wanted to bring it up that I was wrong about Boyle. You had a trading opportunity in this one. It's huge. Um, and I think KOLD is your play. Let's go back to active uh, Spider, and we'll look at Boyle here um, because you can see uh, even though you've lost your confirmation and you're down below, you're down at 33, so you're down here. It's going to gap down, but the uh, the algorithm has you in at 38.83. So I, I still think that you're coming up here to the 200 day at some point in time. You're going to cover this gap here. That's around 48. Um, but don't gamble, don't gamble, don't gamble with it, you can't, so, um, okay, where was I, I don't know where I was, <laughs> um, dogs needed to be let in, and if you're on, U- if you were listening on YouTube live, we're at minute 44 on YouTube live, you can go and listen to the interaction, it'll be fun, <clears throat> go and, go and listen, um, but yeah, Boyle, I'd say, you know, again, we're on a Friday. Don't buy Boyle. Trade it. Trade it all day long. But KOLD did have a cross up here, ironically. Um, no, it didn't. It had a cross down. Got you out. But KOLD is today's big play. I was wrong yesterday. I think you had a, a uh, an opportunity in KOLD and Boyle yesterday because the volatility. And I think you'll have a, a chance today. My suggestion is do not hold these over the weekend, like I always say. Um, there's an interesting one here. I'm going to bring up Twitter. And Apple, uh, after two failed breakout attempts um, to support the upside, Apple is now approaching trend line support. Here's the, uh, the, the chart from um, TrendsBiter. And you can see, There's the breakout that it attempted, failed. And now you're looking at this 138 as support. I always say it, anything in the 130s, I think you're good with Apple. Um, Could it go down to the 120s? Absolutely. And the reason it could go down to the 120s is the PE. The PE is 22. That's an expensive stock. And if you've got a recession in China, if you've got a recession in Europe, if you've got a recession in the U.S., who's paying a thousand dollars for a freaking phone when you've got all this recession and the 14 just wasn't a great upgrade. I mean, I I was at the Miss America pageant and everybody was saying that they got the 13. So, and you can't even get the 14. So till after Christmas. So I do think that you, you know, that was one that I broke, uh, that I looked at and I said, trend spider hit it right on the head. And by the way, that is a, um, you can look at that for free. That's not even a, yeah, you know, setting it up. Um, here's the 2023 low, right about 130. This is a four-hour chart, just so you know. Uh, trend spiders getting into the four-hour charts, like I am. I think I've been talking to them too much. Um, Adobe after earnings, uh, it went up. It's up a little bit. Uh, it's up five percent. I'm just looking at it on the screen. Five percent. So you're going to have a little bit of a gap up here, which will probably bring it down. Uh, I wouldn't expect this to go up above the 200 day. I think that 200 day it's trading at 344, the 200 days at 346. So um, I don't think that you have a lot um, to try and get it. But if you do go above that 345, 346 number, I would say this 420. Um, And you close, I should say, if you close above that 200 day, I would say that 420 comes into play. Um, Not within a week, not within a month, not within a quarter, but it would be a long term. Anybody that knows anything about the internet knows that Adobe is kind of like Amazon. They're included in everything. Um, They've got a ton, a ton of tentacles. Um, you know, even DocuSign, when you use DocuSign, it's all Adobe. Whenever I do a PDF, it's all Adobe. Um, you know, uh what to, they have their Adobe suite. Um photographers use it all the time. I use um Affinity Photo. So uh I, I, I like Adobe. I, I it's just when you look at Adobe, here's the thing. They're not making money. Well, I'm sorry, they're they're just too expensive. It's 32. Not that they're not making money. I misspoke. Um, and their earnings are only supposed to grow at like 11%, 13%. Earnings per share of the past five years, 34%. That's why you got that multiple at 32. So it's still super, super expensive. Um, it's down 42% year to date. They are 44% off their 52-week high. And that's with a PE of 32 so, it's just expensive. It's just expensive. Um, top insider buys. And I'm going to go over the top one. And it's SoFi. Um, the CEO bought $5 million of, of shares. Um, I'm going to look at insiders. And I don't think you can see this. But it's on the right-hand side. Um, yeah. Yeah. Noto Anthony um, which is one of the directors um, bought $1.5 million and and this is after awards and sales they've all been selling over the past um, this year they bought some, a bunch of people bought some in June Um, but this is a stock that was a $40 stock I believe um, after it's IPO maybe it only went up to twenty eight. million I'm loading it right now. But it's just, you know, again, with student loan forgiveness, um, they are going down, down, down. So uh, it's an interesting one. Sorry, I got an alert to plug in my Mac because it was so low on battery. Um, probably because I'm running so much crap on it. But so far, I agree. James kind of brought it up on YouTube. It's a money pit. I just don't think that it's a good one. I think these guys who are buying it are probably trying to uh, prop up the stock, Uh, it's a good trade. If you wanted to trade this one, I think it's a good trade. The algorithm loses you 46%. Buying and holding loses you 60%. Um, Positions, 27 positions, you win 33% of the time and your average win is 12%. So it's a good trading stock. I don't think that I'd invest in this long-term. It's so far not making money. They are 71% off their 52-week high, which was $16. Uh, year-to-date, it's down 70%. Um, you can read the articles. The most recent upgrade was Bank of America Securities neutral to buy. It's $9 is the price target. Uh, that was in September. Um, in May, Piper Sandler said neutral to overweight, $12. They brought their target down to $10. This one's trading at $4.65. So uh, I agree. It's just not a good one. So I had said that I had a friend in Avaya um, who's a sales guy and that we were going to see something December 15th uh, or December 23rd. Um, rumor, and article in Wall Street Journal today said that they are probably going bankrupt. So that's why you're seeing this is the rumor, and you can clearly see that it's lost all support so while there were some good was some good money to be made on a trade on this one uh with that rumor of uh a bankruptcy i don't I wouldn't get into this one. I wanted to bring this up because I know you know december twenty third with the earnings I had brought it up that we might hear something, hopefully nobody got into this one because uh that and that article today, I have not talked to my friend, but that article today was kind of interesting. Um, U.S. Steel X is the symbol. This one, uh, they announced um, that there is high demand for steel. Um, and they are up slightly from a chart perspective. Um, the 200-day is 22. It's trading at 23. This one, uh, you would, on the algorithm, and, and, and hold on to your belts for this one. The algorithm makes you 61% on this. 61%. Buying and holding makes you 35%. This is a trading stock. Um, you basically have, 20, you have 25 positions. You win 44% of the time with an average win of 16%. And this is on U.S. Steel. If you look at this chart, this is why this stock is a trading stock. Look at the range that you've got. Um, And this is just going back to um, January here. This big run that you see in in January to February, um, this was when I think the Ukraine war was starting. That's a huge one. Let me see what the, yeah, 75% gain. You almost doubled your money in this. Um, just with that one. And that's why, by the way, the algorithm looks so good. It's that one trade. You just got out with a 16% gain. Um, so it, it's been a good one. And, uh, you know, in this market where you're going down, look at that. It's it's going to use that 200 day. It's going to fill that gap down to 22 in my belief. Um, even though today's candles should be up. But. US steel, I wanted to bring it up because they did they reported um they'll have better than expected earnings and strong demand for steel. There was one that came up, and I need to Google this, and I did not prior to getting on this, but this is a pro shares ultra pro. Here, let's see. Uh Pro Shares Ultra Pro ETFs. There, it's probably gonna bring up, let me scroll down the ads. There we go exchange-traded funds. Um, so, do, 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 do our ETFs. Um, thematic, sector, Bitcoin, interest rate, volatility. Um, I'll, I'll have to... Geared levered ETFs. We can go to broad market. This is what you want to do to find ETFs, by the way. Look at the Ultra Pro, Ultra Dow 30. Uh, two times levered. We can go, uh, let's see, um, look at the short DOG. There's PSQ short. But essentially this SRTY, it's an ultra pro short Russell 2000. I thought it was interesting. It showed up with a uh, higher than expected volume um, for, for the morning, for the pre-market. And so people are shorting the Russell 2000. Just an interesting note. Uh, thought I'd bring it up. REI. There's some folks in REI. So let's bring up REI. Um, where are you right now? Oh, I think you can hear the um, the cord swing. But REI, $2.35 December 13th. Um, you're at $2.30. I think you've seen this trading range before. Uh, the Bollinger Bands, you can clearly see this part. The bottom's coming up. The top part's coming down. It's cinching up. Getting ready for a move. Not sure where it's going to go. But if uh, the October September-October move is anything like it, it was, see how this came down, this came up, and then we just shot up. I'm hoping that that's the right thing because I think, yeah, some of you guys are in REI. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm hoping for that one. Uh, Costco, let's go over Costco, uh, and then I'll go over target too, since it's both retail. Uh, we had a cross up at 488. It got you out the next, next one. Um, yeah, you're at four, 463 right now. Um, I, the RSI is at 28. The problem you have with Costco is the cost. Pardon the pun. The PE is 35 you do have a 0.78 percent dividend, you're 18 percent down on the year, you're 24 percent below your 52-week high. If we are heading into a recession, I think that's the problem. The good part of, um, the good part of Costco is if in uh, September, or I'm sorry, January, they announce some type of membership increase, boom, off to the races. Because remember, this company makes all their money off of membership. They sell at super, super low uh, rates. Uh, by the way, I just noticed this. Devon under 60. 59.80. So Devon is under 60. Let's look at Target. Um, since we're, I think we're at the 140s in Target. Um, you're at 147. Remember, we we had this buy-in at 165. And I said, yeah, you've got that 200-day kind of providing you support. Had no support. Lost all of its support. It covered some of this gap. 167 was where it got to. It still got 177 in this gap. But you have no support right now. So you, you, you're not buying this one. You're going to buy it. The RSI is at 34. I'd say if you're looking to get into this one, buy it next week. I, I think tar- I long-term hold target. I have no problem getting back into target. I think it's a well-run company. I think their inventory problems are something of the past. I think they'll have a decent, if not great, holiday season. Um, I think people will spend there. Um, So we wanted to look at AMD for Hung. I asked before. Before on uh, YouTube Live, I said, anybody got anything before I do it? He wanted me to look at AMD. You're out of AMD, as far as the algorithm goes. You're going to cover this gap down to 61 it's just going to happen between 61 and 60, 63. You're going to cover that gap. Just going to happen. hundred percent. You'll hit that, that one before, uh, before things happen. Um, you, your RSI is at 34. I'd probably buy this one at about 63. I think you'll get it in the next couple of days. Your earnings are coming up on January 31st. Um, if we pull back this volume shelf, to a recent we're going to pull back to june you can clearly see this volume shelf down here that is at 62 it's right at the gap there's even a bigger shot uh shelf down here at 57 so i think if you get a five handle on this one i think you buy it all day long it is expensive let's let's put it this way it is expensive they are having to discount their chips. They overproduce their chips. It's getting expensive. The PE is 40. So uh, the 52-week low is 54. You're 21% above that one. I think that one comes into play again in a, in a, bad, in a bad economy. Um, as far as SOXL, since we're talking about the chips, SOXL and SOXS, uh, SOXL got you out with a slight loss um, down to 11 Looks like a uh, 15% loss. And I say slight loss because these are triple levered ETFs in a market that's moving 3% a day. So it's, it, it is a slight loss. Clearly, SOXL is using that 200-day as its support level and it lost the support. So SOXS will probably, yep, 33.13 is your buy-in on SOXS and you're already at 35. so. Yesterday's buy-in at 33 could probably bought it after hours at 33. It's at 35. So I wouldn't enter into AMD until I saw um, want the SOXL turning around because that means that the chip sector is doing well and you can buy into AMD. But that's if you're doing a trade. I'd rather play the triple levered ETFs to be honest. Cooper wants me to look at Meta. This one was up. In pre market, um, let me look real quick. Uh, brokerage holdings, Meta is up 1.94% to 118. Um, I kind of said, hey, buy it under 100. I continue to think that this one is coming back down to this gap here between 95 and 101. The longer it stays up here, though, the less likely it is. Um, and the, the the reason why it's starting to come up is they're assuming that Mark's spending less on the metaverse. Spending less is good. So um that's why it went down. You've still got a ton of gaps up above this one. Um, this one has just been a nightmare to actually even trade. Um, it hasn't even you know justified a trading level, but you've got this gap up here between 244 and 327. I have no doubt in my mind with, uh, Facebook buying, what is it? $40 billion worth, $400 billion worth of stock. They bought back at 300 worst investment ever by a company. Um, they believed in themselves way too much. I think, uh, they're going to get focused again. Uh, I think there's going to be something. And that brings me to the next thing that I posted on Instagram. I believe, um, uh, WhatsApp is starting groups, kind of like the Facebook group, I think, kind of like um, Discord. So I'm gonna try and get one. What's nice about that is it can't be searched for, so you have to join it um, from a like an invitation. So it's kind of a little bit even more private than a private Facebook group. The reason why I like the Facebook group is I believe that I can provide charts and things and people will scroll through it. Um, What's nice about WhatsApp is I can use the status and things of that sort. Uh, I did post it on Instagram. I did get some pretty good response from it. So I'll probably start one there when I can figure it out. Uh, FYI, boomer alert. So when I can figure it out means I got to actually do some work. But that's it for what I have today. Don't buy anything today you know, trade, but don't buy, it's not worth it by Monday. Um, I do think that Monday or Tuesday, you're going to see a pretty big bounce back. Um, so your TQQQ, which is under 20, um, your, uh, XPXL. Um, I think you, I think you can enter those, uh, long ETFs. So 15 minute podcast today, I'll hang out on YouTube. I got to plug in my iPad. Have a great weekend. I will be back on Monday. If you guys have any questions, hit me up on the socials. Remember, TrendSpider sale is going on. If you made it this far, hit the five stars on uh, Spotify. If you could, I'd appreciate you going to Apple Podcasts as well. Go down to the library, go to shows, find my show, scroll down, and you can hit five stars. Leave me a nice note, if you do, like Jackie did, um, and just, you know, say Hi. I got a bunch of people that probably just want to say hi. So say hi. Um, Yeah. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your trading.